Drums, please! <laughs> Just a bit of a break from the norm Just a little something to break the monotony Of all that hardcore dance That has gotten to be a little bit out of control It's cool to dance But what about a groove that soothes and moves romance Give me a soft, subtle mix and if it ain't What's up, Connie? How you doing? Good <laughs> It's like for a minute I thought you weren't talking to me I was like, this is going to be an awkward podcast if, uh, if you're not saying much We're fighting We are We're mad at each other so uh, welcome to Two Girls, One Jam. This is our second episode. So Second we, time around. They say it, what, takes 21 times to make a habit, so we're... So bear with us, friends. Hi, know. friends. Thanks for listening again. Yes, yay. Hooray. <laughs> so, uh, so this is a podcast about music and stuff. Music and stuff and the things that go on in my brain. Yeah. Like music and what happens when it's in my brain. Yeah. So anything uh, good in your life musically happened since we, uh, we last chatted? Well, or anything you've been listening to, wanted anything exciting going on? You know, I haven't been to too many shows lately, but I've been really I've been a, I've been a funky girl lately. I've been in a real real funk mood. Okay. Yeah, I listened to that um the podcast that Evan McFadden from Aqueous did. Yeah, I've got to listen to that. I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah, and like ever since just funk all day. Yeah, um, like anybody particular? Um yeah, you know um let's do like the Motet a little bit. I like them. They're, yeah. they're that funk. And I, you know, saw them like once at Buffalo two years ago. Yeah, I think it was two years ago. Was Motet at Buffalo? They were. I believe they were. Pretty sure they were. I don't know. I feel like they, no, I feel like maybe, maybe summer camp. I no, feel like you saw- it wasn't summer camp. Huh. They were there. Oh, man. I'm like pretty sure, though. <laughs> Ryan's looking at you like you're crazy. No. Yeah. Shout out really shout don't... out to Ryan real quick before Woo! I forget that. Uh, Ryan Bress. And, and you said what the studio is now called 1841? Yeah, 1841. Okay. 1841. I heard that was a good year. The so Ryan is so graciously uh, letting us record our podcast here. And um, so thanks, man. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah. Um, okay. So anyway, so going back to, to funk. Yeah. I was actually, it's funny, like, for, maybe I'm like maybe three months, three months uh, ago, I started listening to a lot of funk as well. Really been on a James Brown kick. Yeah, dude. He's always, he's yeah. always a good time. Cause you can just like, you're just like in the house or whatever. And you're just like that yeah. little, like the little snaky, like yeah. snickerdoodle is in, swiggles in your body. Yeah. Yeah. Motet's great. Um, the floozies. I don't know if you really consider the floozies funk. See, they're like, they're kind of like a they're that like electronic, a, yeah, electronic funk. They're they're yeah. I remember liking yeah. them for a little while, but yeah, but. a lot of like um. I've been doing lettuce uh, yeah. radio, like so. Like I would get like um some lettuce and galactic and yeah, Selectic's good too. Yeah, just love that like that soul, that soulful. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it was it was kind of funny. I was getting ready for work today. So I just started a new job, like a little office job. It's a little, it's a little weird. Yeah, Connie's all in her office clothes. She looks all professional and like a sexy librarian over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So I was listening to a Motet song. Oh, I think it was called, oh, what is it? Let's Don't Stop or Stop. To, oh, mm. Well, it's okay. It's unimportant. But there was a line where they were like, oh, oh my God, it was, 
it was like like it was literally just like get out with your day job and at night you don't st- oh god what is it i don't know i think, I'll I, find think it. I think ryan's trying to find it right now maybe yeah he doesn't know he's just that's <laughs> nah, all good that's what the interweb is for yeah but uh, it was just basically they were saying, like, after you get done with your day job, like, come home and, like, do your thing. Just like, and I'm like, yeah. Keep on don't stopping. That's it. Keep on don't stopping. <laughs> I like Nemesis. That's probably my favorite Motet song. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I um, I actually had the um, the, the pleasure of meeting uh, Garrett, the bassist of the Motet at Brooklyn Comes Alive, uh, last year where they were doing the Herbie. Han- he was part of the Herbie Hancock tribute and okay. really nice guy. So I hope that maybe our paths will cross again and I'll yeah. hope I get to see the Motet live sometime this summer. Sure. Never know. It might happen. Might happen. There's plenty, plenty of things going on. Yeah. Like, and it's funny, weird. I've been on this like weird sort of like. I guess for a lack of a better term, I hate this phrase, but like a real like white boy reggae kick this summer. I don't know if it's just because I'm so tired of this cold weather and this snow. Um, and also with um, I've been working with a couple of bands that sort of fit into that genre. But um, I'm sure the album will already yeah, the album comes out tomorrow. So it'll already be um, out by the time we release this. But um, if anybody's not listened to Bumpin' Uglies yet, they, uh, their new album is out April 6th uh, called Beast from the East. And Beast from the East. Yeah, Beast. Just, they should release down Easter. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I love this. I, I love the band. Like I, It was an unexpected surprise um, because I started working for the band never having heard of them before. Like I'd seen the name because obviously with a name like that, you can't. Where miss. are they from again? They're from Annapolis, Maryland. Okay, Maryland and, boys. Yeah, and and you know, there's definitely that like you know, Sublime and Pepper sort of influence in it, and but they also there's a lot of like ska and punk and rock. That's and, fun. I get and down with that. Brandon Hardesty, the um, I hope I'm saying his last name right. The um, lead singer, guitarist, um, lyricist of the band. Man, he's a Brandon poet. H. He's a poet. Like. There's not a lot of lyricists that really grab me. Like, obviously, Mahali from Twiddle and Ani DeFranco is another one that, like, really gets me, like, at the feels. But, like, Brandon's great. Like, it's just this, it's, there's mantra-like stuff. There's, like, riot stuff. There's, like, crazy stuff. So I definitely recommend check them out. Yeah. Bumpin' so, uh, Uglies. Yeah, Bumpin' Uglies. I like that. Yeah, I-, I got to see them open for Bad Fish while I was in Florida. While you were there just now? Yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. It was yeah. great. I it was at Janice Landing in St. Pete, and it was a venue that I think I had seen one show my whole life because I grew up in Florida. I'd seen the Dead Milkman when I was like a sophomore in high school at Janice Landing. I'd never went back to another show. You know, I too am going to Florida. First, yes, you first are. week of May, and I will be attending a little place called uh, Sunfest Music Festival. First yeah. time, don't know too much about it, and guess what? The kicker is, it was my mom's idea. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> She ready just, to rage with moms? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I think I think she ready to rage with, with I don't know. With you? With me. I don't no, know. I'd be fun. I'm I've really met excited. your mom, and I think that like your mom might be a secret rager. Oh no, she ain't no secret. She <laughs> she rages. She yeah. Ugh. She's cute. She's yeah. a great little lady, Paula. Yeah, actually, um, bringing possibly talking about bringing my mom up to nightlights this year to help work security. <laughs> oh yeah, yes, damn. Because I could totally like my she a badass. Mo- yeah, she is. Well, she's a my mom is a I'd love former. To meet your mom. She's a former probation officer, and she also worked as a prison guard for a few years. Um, and she's like real southern and real sweet and real nice, but then she's also real Italian, so she doesn't like. 
you know, she's nice until you, you cross the line. Sounds like my kind of woman. But the thing with my mom is that what I suspect will probably happen, which is why I'm slightly concerned about having her work security, is like my mom's the kind of like person that would like like if she saw like a really cute musician, she'd like probably try to frisk him or, you know, be like, Oh, you can't like my mom she would be a hot mess. She's like, like you, but if you were a mom like I I, yeah. I don't know, I could see it. That's probably yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, she's very like we like my mom and I went to the beach while I was in Florida and it was so horrible because I felt like such a predator because you see these like five 20 year old boys on spring break and my mom and I looking at each other like oh, which which one do you want like that's so disturbing <laughs> I like that nah man I, I'm like waiting for the day for my mom to say that to me yeah oh his his is nuts so uh so we have a couple sponsors I want to talk about before we get this started and I brought up nightlights I have this all written out so I can feel official. So uh, Nightlights is one of our sponsors of Two Girls, One Jam. And Nightlights uh, 2018 takes place August 23rd through 25th at the Heron in Sherman, New York. It's centrally located between Buffalo, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland. Nightlights is the perfect way to close out your summer season. Early bird tickets are currently on sale for $85 at www.nightlightsfest.com. Lineup will be announcing soon and ticket prices will jump to $99 at that announcement. So get your so get them soon, bitches. tickets now now you've been to nightlights how many how many years have you been to nightlights been to nightlights four now my first time eh, i was only there for like a couple hours yeah and i don't it was pretty silly i think it was uh 2014 okay yeah, and it was cold yeah Ooh, oh cold. yeah yeah, yeah, it used to be back in like september and then they moved the dates thank god i think it snowed like the second year I wasn't there for the second year, like, but it straight up snowed. Yeah, I think this will be. I've been. I've gone every year since 2013, and uh, Ryan, Ryan, you can just like nod your head how many times. But how many? How many times have you been to Nightlights? Five, maybe six. No, five. That's a lot of lights right. at night. Yeah, it is. So, so uh, so definitely, uh, definitely check it out. And uh, yeah, it's a great time. A lot of a lot of good memories there. Yep. So, kind of have a question for you. Let's hear it. Are you broke? Well, I actually just got my taxes back today, so you asked me on a very good day. <laughs> Generally, are you broke? I'm pr- yeah, yeah, I'm struggling. <laughs> so, so you don't have like a lot of money. You can't see as maybe as many shows as you'd like. That's right. I can't. Yeah, can't. You know what? I can't travel that much to go there. There's so I would go in a minute. Like, yeah. but I can't. I can't. Yeah. And and you like talking about music too, right? God, who doesn't? Yeah. So I have the perfect solution. If you're broke. And you like to talk about music, you should join Street Roots Nation and Street Team. And then you get into shows for free. It's true. Yeah. So join Street Roots Nation on Facebook or check out the Street Roots website at www.streetrootspromo.com. Street Roots is looking for street teamers to execute digital and traditional street team campaigns for a huge roster of your favorite bands and festivals, including, and check this out, I think this is pretty cool, Twiddle, Aqueous, Big Something, Pink Talking Fish, Spafford, Munion, La Special, Bumpin' Uglies, Tropidelic, Nightlights, Disc Jam, Trinosa, and more. So uh, if you are broke... If you love those bands, do yeah. yourself a favor. And, get, your, uh, get you to see them for free. Yeah. And, and also, too, beyond that, like street teaming is super important for the bands themselves. So if you have your favorite band, even if maybe you already buy tickets, because that's your way of supporting the band, too, feel free to you know like reach out to their street teams and find out how you can help you know promote those shows. Because really, it's about getting people to the shows yeah. and... So the band can spread what they do. and That's how I found Aqueous. Yeah. It really was. <clears throat> it breaks my heart when I hear about like musicians that, that are on the road 
190 days a year, 200 days a year, and then they go home and they work. So street teamers, believe it or not, you help. So cool. Hell so yeah. those are our sponsors, Nightlights and Street Roots. So thank you. today <laughs> so today we're talking about well so after we recorded the first podcast oh yeah we got to talk about our corrections corner before we go into this yeah we fucked up yeah we we made some <laughs> boo-boos so do you do you want to do you want to go first sure well the only thing i really <laughs> caught well, maybe there was maybe two but uh i don't know if y'all noticed but in the beginning <laughs> i said i was an only child and then i proceeded to say <laughs> my brother well let me just clear that up so I basically grew up as an only child, right? I do have a half-brother. His name is Drew. He's having a baby boy. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations, real, real, Aunt Connie. Yeah, it's going to be wild, right? <laughs> Aunt Connie. <laughs> Aunt. That's Aunt Kenal. Yeah, I'm from the South. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, he was, he's, he was, he's 36, 10 years older than me, lived, a, lived not with me because we shared dads, not moms. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, that's an honest. So like, but like, I'd always be like, I'm an only child. Like, I was always like, I'm an only child too. Like, I know. Like, I don't know. I just kind of said it. Not technically true, but half true. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Uh, my brother is 11 years older than me, and he was in boarding school by the time I was five. And my sister's 18 years older than me. So it's like, and they're and they're all half siblings. So it's like I'm my mom's only child. Yeah, but I'm my dad's I know. third Isn't child. That weird. It's strange. Isn't that so strange? Yeah. I know. So it's so you're you're allowed to be right on both accounts. Yeah. So, so I have I have two things I wanted to mention. Um, I am really bad at quoting lyrics. Um, <laughs> yeah, and up. yeah, and I'm I know that I misquoted the Aqueous lyrics about Kitty Chaser, and I also misquoted Smith's lyrics. I was in the ballpark. You got what I was saying. It's all that's important. So I, I want to enact a new drinking game, maybe or a Ryan. You got beers? Yeah. Every time Cat misquotes lyrics. You got to take a shot. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, we don't need to feed into this dreadful city's <laughs> fucking drinking habit. That's no. It could be worse. I could have said to, yeah. to on the first podcast to take a shot every time I said the word like. Oh, God. And and that's not I don't want to. That's not necessarily a correction. But ooh, I just want everybody take to a know hit every time I say the word like. Yeah. Woo! I just want everybody to know I noticed it. I'm going to try to to fix it. I'm working on it. Let's be better. But I grew up in the 80s. It's like so like totally like tubular. Like, oh, my God. Gag me with oh a spoon. <laughs> like, yeah. So um, and then the last correction that um, I did not catch this, but it was pointed out to me by somebody else. 
And I don't know if it really needs to be brought up, but I, I think I, I kind of does. So I was talking about how we like to rage. Mm-hmm. And, I, <laughs> and I made the comment. I was like, if you find Connie at a show, if Connie and I at a show, just give us a rail and we're ready to go. And it was pointed out to me that that could be taken in two different ways. So what I meant <laughs> was Connie and I like to ride the rail at the front of the stage, the rail being the barricade. And we that- absolutely do not like... In rails in other drugs. ways <laughs> <laughs> so although i would appre- I'm, I'm would love everybody's generosity um and you do you but yeah that's so i just wanted to clarify that because don't arrest us yeah so so yeah so now let's uh let's get on to the show shall we i think we shall yeah so we uh we recorded the first podcast and almost instantly afterwards we were like Kind of both of us were like, uh, we'd really love to maybe branch out into topics that have to do with the jam scene and just like the music scene in general. Uh, But, you know, definitely the jam scene as well. Because there's a lot. There's so many different aspects, so many different people, so much going on. Yeah. And there's so much to talk about. There is. And and Connie and I have sort of been in the jam scene here in Buffalo in a couple different capacities. Um, you know, I worked as a promoter and a music fan and a street teamer. And, a, and I pretty much like started like hanging out with you because of street teaming. Like yeah. that was like, yo, want to hear a story? I don't know if I mentioned this in the first one, but I got my tonsils out like two years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Kat needed help. She's like, hey, like <laughs> I need help doing these posters for um, the Twiddle and Aqueous show. Uh, or was it no, just Twiddle? No, it was just Twiddle. Okay. Yeah. Functional flow open for That's right. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, So I was just in my bed. I had no tonsils. I had a bowl of sherbet and Cat came on over with all the thick ass stack of posters. <laughs> stack of posters. We had to, that was when um, with Twiddle we were still handwriting all the posters, and we had to do not Those only love, not only the ones for our show in Buffalo, but for the whole everyone. Tour. Oh yeah. yeah, it was nuts. My mom picked us up some markers, some big yeah. fat sharpies. Yeah, because my sharpies were running out, and I think I got you soup. You did, and milk free or dairy free ice cream. Oh, yes. Yeah. What a gal. Yeah. And and didn't we didn't we oh we also watched didn't we watch like some John Hughes movie you had never seen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. it was um Pretty the, in Pink Breakfast Club I think that one no I think it was Pretty I in think Pink it was Pretty in Pink yeah. too so yeah but but Connie also to fun. not I know you I don't want this to be missed as well like you've worked merch for bands um, I have yeah. I went on the road with Aqueous actually la- uh, two yes two years ago today I was there yeah I don't know what town we were in but best two weeks ever it's, so it's fun. And so, it feels so good to do it too, you know. Like yeah. you're helping the thing you love. It's so fun, yeah. And you get to see the music. And you get most to of the see time. so much music, dude. That's how like the yeah. dope pod fucking love started. That's how so like yeah. yeah. First I also time I saw big something. talking about the merch table real quick. I love um, sometimes I'll help with like Twiddle or Aqueous, and I'll jump behind the merch table for those bands. I also love meeting the fans. Yeah, because especially after a show, people are so excited, especially if they've never seen the band before. And it's like the merch table is the one place I think people know they can go to and like make a friend and like get some love and spread some love. That's so true. It is true. So but so we we were talking about like, well, what are we going to talk about first? And I think we kind of were on the same page with this one that we wanted to talk about show etiquette, show etiquette, man. Yeah. It's a and, good one because yeah, we've all been there. We've all experienced <gasps> shitty things, things we thought were like we were doing right, but maybe we're fucking somebody else's, yeah, fu- you know, time up. So yeah, what do we got? Um, well, I 
a few so when we first recorded the podcast i went to facebook and i wanted to see what the people said and so i posted on my facebook page and asked people what were their biggest pet peeves at shows like what were the things that that people were bothered by and i also reached out to some of the musicians uh that that we collectively know and i said hey guys i'd love some musicians perspectives to know exactly what may happen at shows that you would like to educate people on to let them know otherwise. And 100% on this, they all wanted to remain anonymous, but they definitely wanted to share their their piece. So um, I think that the the number one thing, I actually saw, it, I think the number one is a tie. So, But the, the number one thing that people wanted to talk about when you're talking about show etiquette is talking at shows. Talking at shows. Yes. Okay. So meaning the band is playing and you're four people, you know, you're four rows back from the stage and you got chatty Kathy and Drunky McAsshole <laughs> behind yelling you. in everybody's face. Yeah, yeah, and they're and they're having a conversation about what they got what's on their shopping list, um, who pissed them off. And and it's you happening know, while the music's going on. Now, you know? do you have you noticed is it more like girls or like guys? Or both? I feel Is like it... it's both. I feel like the talking doesn't discriminate. Yeah. I also feel like I get that in some cases there are uh, many intoxicants in, right. in shows that create that uh, desire to talk more. Mm-hmm. But I think that the common denominator was... And in, in from the other side of the argument, real quick, is that, you know, some people, their retort to that is, well, I bought the ticket to the show just like you did. I can do whatever I want to at the show. And, you know... Yes, you can, but I think that the the common respect factor was if you want to have a conversation, like step out a little bit, step back. You're really in the space. Yeah. You're in the whole space that's here for the music. Yeah, like you're sharing that space yeah. with your ears. And and believe it or not, especially in smaller venues, musicians can hear it too. You know, right. like they hear you on stage and they and, see kind of see it too, and like that's enough as well. Yeah, for them to see and be like. Yeah, like not nice. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to set a mood here. Sure. I'm trying to you know yeah. get you going you're and killing you're, my vibe. Yeah, yeah. Now the worst for me when it comes to talking at shows, and and I don't I don't mean to pick on this fan base at all, but it, this is just a glaring example of it to me. Um, the twiddle twiddle shows are all about catching up with people, and it's all about like people you haven't seen. It's like a family reunion. Everybody wants to see each other, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of pre show and after show like you know shenanigans too. So it's not necessarily, <laughs> and I don't know what I'm doing. In case you can't see, it looked like I was having We're, a spasm for a minute. <laughs> um, but so, but so during the show itself, Ryan Dempsey, in my opinion, and this is one of the reasons I love Twiddle is Ryan Dempsey is he's such a magical keyboard pianist and he's classically trained so he has these really great beautiful moments and it will just be him and you know the lighting guy's doing his job and the spotlight's just on Dempsey and it's quiet and it's whimsical and it's tender and it's this classically based moment that's just beautifully transitioned into the middle of this jam band Mm -hmm. show and people are still talking at the same volume that they were talking while, you know, Mahali's right. shredding. Okay. And, and and also, too, it's just a matter of, like, I know that maybe the quiet moment isn't what you want. Like, you want the rage. But, like, keep it down. There's others but, around you. But like, appreciate what's going on. Yeah. 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 Which which leads me to this. I um I have a quote from... Uh, from a, one of a one of our friends, Let's... one of our, our a musician out there in musician land, <laughs> um, 
And it says, quote, the band hates it when you're having a dynamic or quiet moment and there's some dude that's only in rage mode and it's just in is just intensely signaling to bring it. It's all about the slow build, buddy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's so, funny. Yeah. There is always that guy. Yeah. There is. So um and I'll tell you let me tell you can I tell I gotta tell you a funny story about why I stopped talking at shows. Okay. All right. New Year's Eve 2016 at the Palace. Pretty sure it was the, that one. the night of Twiddle and Aqueous. And I'm hanging out with my good buddy Scott Hane. And I had just something that I had to say to him in the moment that couldn't wait. And I, and I started talking to Scott. Now, you know Scott, right? Yes. For those people who don't know Scott, Scott is the uh, keyboardist of Mr. F, who is uh, currently on hiatus. And he also does this fabulous project called Scott and A Plays Video Games. But Scott has this long, beautiful, flowing hair. And as I'm talking to Scott, my gum cool. flies out of my mouth <laughs> and lands in Scott's hair. Did he notice? He didn't notice, and the music was really oh, loud, God, and do? so I just literally ripped it out of his hair. And he's like, what the frick are you doing? That's what I would have done the longer yeah. it's in there. You got to get it out. <laughs> and he didn't realize it, and I was trying to tell him, and I was like mortified at the time, too, because like this was like I had just really like begun to know him. So I was like, oh, my God, this is terrible. And he didn't realize it until he got home later that night, and there was still gum in his hair. <laughs> oh, my God, that yeah. poor dude. That sucks. Yeah, so... Dude. Yeah, so after that, I really must stop talking at shows. Yeah, you know, the, like something that I've noticed a lot is like people. I'm, and sometimes it's like drunk dudes. It's mostly drunk dudes, but they'll like start talking to me, and like I'm like nice. Like I don't, I'm not, you know, I like I got a pretty high tolerance. Like, but like sometimes, like if they'll just keep talking like loudly, like in your ear, just saying like not even anything important. I'm, I just like keep standing there and just like ignore it, and they keep they just keep like. Like, I'll give, like, a one-word answer or whatever, and it's just, like, just, like, drunk in your face, like, because they start to get a little clingy. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I do? And you got to run away, and then I, and then the, you're an asshole. I don't want to just, like, ditch, but, like, fuck. I, I shouldn't give away the secret, but this one works, too. When somebody's talking to me, and I don't want They won't stop. And they, they won't, won't stop. leave you alone. I point to the stage, like, something really exciting's happening. And you run I'll be away. like, look like that, like that. Like, I'll, like, point, I'm like, like that, you know, like something's going on. Uh -huh. You got to see this one. Really, it's just nothing. I, what I'm saying is there's music on the stage. Pay attention. Okay. But that usually diverts them long enough. That's funny. Yeah. yeah you know, kind of on that point, too. I, I've I've had some people say this, that if you do encounter somebody to show and you try to talk to them and they don't want to engage in conversation with you, don't don't think don't that's a sign of being rude. Yeah. Like, I mean, well, like, I hate to say it that way, but if somebody like, don't get offended, yeah. it's just like you know, I got we're at a show and then you know, uh, yeah, I'm here, I'm here, and you're here, and that's okay. Yeah. So I think we, we think we beat that that horse.
so in the number 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 two slash one because I feel like it was a tie. The cell phones it shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the the biggest thing I you know that people really said was you know um, it, I'm trying to watch the show. I don't want to watch it through your cell phone. Yeah. Um, also, like texting it shows. That was one thing that um, one of our uh, musician friends brought up. They're like, if you're, especially if you're in the first four rows, don't. T- I'm trying to play to you, and you're literally sending a text message. Like, yeah. If it no. can't wait, why are you here? Exactly. Was <laughs> what they said. You know, they're like, and if it if it shouldn't wait, you shouldn't be standing where you're standing. Go take care of your business. Right. You know? But yeah, you know, I guess it is that thing. Um, you know, I I I'm. I'm sort of torn on this subject because as somebody who works in a promotional aspect, I do appreciate that fans are Facebook living, you know, they're maybe taking video, they're going to post it from their page, they're getting people talking about the band after the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I can also see it from everybody else's perspective of you've got 500 cell phones in your face. And these phones are not small. Not anymore. Like they're very big and they take up a lot of room and yeah, it's true. Yeah. And so, they're bright. They're a lot of bright and they yes. distract and it kind of hurts my eyes sometimes. You know, it makes you kind of dizzy, but I don't know. Yeah. I think fans should know about the uh, the photographer's rule. I think fans at shows should commit their, themselves to taking on the photographer's rule. Do you know what the photographer's... <laughs> okay, I'm going to go take speech lessons. Let's try that again. Do you know what the photographer's rule is? To capture the beauty no, no. Well, yes, that is that's just the photographer in general. But so there's this sort of like underlying photography rule um, with music photography that um, some bands actually enforce. It's you have three songs or 15 minutes, whichever comes first. And after that, you as a photographer, you're out of the pit. So that way the band doesn't have their your camera in their face and they can actually focus on what needs to be done. And I feel like that's kind of a good rule um, for a lot of fans to maybe follow. Like, you know, your first 15 minutes, first three songs, whichever comes first, and then put your phone away and actually enjoy the moment and be a part of the space and the energy in the room. You know, you know what I actually kind of do? I always tell myself, I go, all right, I'm only going to take it out once and it's going to, I'm going to like pick the moment. Mm -hmm. So like kind of throughout the show, I'm like, is this the moment? Like, is this it? So it kind of like makes a fun little, kind of like a game in my head. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it kind of helps me like do that because I I feel like I used to do that all the time. Like I wanted like every good thing just to like have, it was like when I actually had a nice phone. So I wanted to get it, but no. Yeah. I found that I was starting to miss stuff. Like, I was so busy, like, recording it, but I really wasn't paying attention, and then I would just miss things, or I would, like, stop, and I'd look around me, and everybody's, like, raging, and I was like, well, I can't have shaky cameras, so I gotta put my phone away. I don't wanna, like... Yeah, I wanna rage, too. Especially in the jam band scene. I can't commit to recording a whole song. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I, I like leaving my phone. Like, some of the best times are when you just don't even take your phone in. Yep. I leave mine in my car so much now. Yeah, you know. And don't say that. People are gonna... Break in your car and car. steal it. Yeah, please. Break into my car and steal. No, steal my car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
Um, so one thing I know that we have talked about before that I feel is really important, so I want to bring it up now, is I, I want to talk about this in two capacities. But I want to talk about people's beverages mm, at mm-hmm. a show. The first thing is, if you are pushing through the crowd with six beers... Be fucking careful. Yes. Or and just don't Take do a it. sip first. Like, you just went and got three beers for you and your buddies. You know what? You deserve a little extra beer. Take a <laughs> sip off the top. Hell yeah. Because you're going to spill it on the floor anyway. That's right. Everybody wins. Yeah. Come on, so now. you get a little extra beer... Nobody gets the beer on you. The floor doesn't get sticky. It doesn't get slipped. See, this is why, you know what? I've been drinking Mick Ultras lately, and those are nice because you get the, it's just the bottle, less mess. Yeah. I'm kind less of filling. Less, le- yes, <laughs> less mess, less filling. Yeah. More fun. <laughs> and you know where else, Connie, I don't know about you, but you know where else I hate to see drinks? God, you know where I really, really, really hate and grinds my gears is uh, drinks on the merch table. Oh, my God. Keep your cups. Or... Away. I know you can't see this, but I, I need to do it to describe it. Is the person who is half toasted or is fully toasted and they're dripping, and, drip, drip drink, a drop. Yep. and they're doing this number, swirling it over the merch table, like, oh my god, I love that shirt, it's so great. Oh my god, look at this seventy-five dollar screen print That's on a, a high foil drink, that I'm going to spill everything on. Beyond that, if you spill your drink on the merch table. You should immediately offer to pay for the merch that you have just spilt shit on. Because now, pretty much, that merch is no longer sellable. Because if I show up to a show and some band hands me a shirt that smells like Hetty Topper, well, I might actually like that, but <laughs> but, see, but you know what I mean? Like, now that shirt's, like, wet, it's probably got a stain on it. Like, I'm not going to want that. Not if they you, can't sell it. If you get pulled over, you're in trouble. Yeah. So just yeah, keep your cool. drinks. Just keep like, them away. Ask your buddy to to hold it. Ask the maybe even ask the hey person working merch. I need to get money out of my wallet. Do you mind holding this beverage for me? Right. We don't bite. We'll hold your drinks. <clears throat> well, that's not what I heard. You thought I don't hold <laughs> drinks? No, I heard that you do, that you do bite. I was trying to be funny. I'm it, the drink holder. It didn't land. Yeah. So yeah. So um. So yeah. Big thing. Just. Take a sip of your drink and keep it away from the merch table. Seriously, I won't drink it. I yeah. promise. Why do you want to spill alcohol? Right. Why? That's so silly. Yeah. So, what else? Let's see. And um, if you spill a beer on someone, you know, we come on. Oh, and on the opposite. I like when people offer to buy another one if they spill yours, too. Yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah. Because yeah. that happens. I've done that so many times. Like, I've, like, I wail my <laughs> arms a lot and I've knocked, I've knocked people's drinks over quite a lot. Yeah. And, you know, I apologize a lot. And I'm like, first, what I do is I offer some, some of mine. And then if, if it's somebody I know, like a friend, I don't, you know, if it's a random person, you're like, I, you, yeah. you good? You need another one? I got you. Yeah. And also, too, if somebody does spill a drink on you and is nice about it, be cool. Shit happens. You're yeah. in a show. You yeah, know. you're going to get dirty anyway. Yeah. At least you hope so. That's Right. That's, that's the point, there. right? Exactly. Yeah. Which, which I guess, too, also sort of, um, Leads into another topic, which is um, people moving through the crowd. Yes. Um, They're, yeah. All right. So you got like, you got a nice little, are you, what do you think? Are you yay or nay for like a touch, like a light little touch? Yeah. If it's, if it's appropriate, like shoulders, shoulders, good place to touch somebody. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Just uh, like, just, you know, I'm here yeah. coming through. No worries. I do the hands up trick. 
I throw yeah. my hands up and it, it, I don't know. What do I do? I feel like I kind of like, oh God, you put your <laughs> <laughs> Connie doesn't have to do anything. She just walks through the crowd and it's like Moses part in the Red Sea. They're like, oh, right this way, young lady. That's right. Yeah. Sipping, you're, you're sipping my beer. No. I saw, I saw a guy at a festival once do this maneuver. And this guy at the festival was Bird, my husband. And I probably shouldn't reveal this secret, but it was so clutch. So we were at summer camp uh, 2014. Yeah, you got to have moves at summer camp. Yeah, and he was, he's a, Bird is a huge Primus fan. And we had gotten to like the set right as it started. And he's like, I'm going up to the front. And he grabs, <laughs> and, he, and he, and you know, at summer camp, it's like, how many people would you estimate or would be at a Primus set at summer camp like I was there last 10,000 15,000 maybe I mean I could be exaggerating I don't know yeah you don't have a whole lot of room yeah and Bird whips out he has a flashlight like was kind of like a baby mag on his backpack and he's a big guy and he just hits the flashlight and just starts going security coming through security (laughs) security coming through and it was literally like watching it from the back you could just see people part out of the way that's fantastic he said the best part was then by the time people realized that it wasn't security he was so far up it didn't even matter it was this you know dude that people were like ah you're the man that's smart so yeah but um yeah i i think that like it, there's also this thing too like you know there's a lot of fans for bands that will show up for the opener specifically to claim their spots on the rail for that band i don't like that yeah i don't i don't think i like that i mean eh, i don't know maybe at like a at like a really bigger like a much bigger place i don't yeah. know I, I kind of go Where back and forth room. on it because I like it because it means that there are people there for the opener who may not be there to see the band otherwise. And if you are enjoying the opener and you give them respect, then cool. And the same thing goes for, I want to give a shout out to the Papadocio fans because when we went to Syracuse to see Aqueous and Papadocio, I really felt there was like this like symbiotic sort of thing because like if if you were an Aqueous fan and you wanted to be up at the front of that stage, you were at the front of that stage, no problem. And then it was kind of like all the Aqueous fans sort of fell back and the Papadocio fans sort of filled in. It was, and it was cool. Like, it was yeah. just kind of like shift change. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I like that. You're right. I don't like when I see, all right, a lot of times you'll hear these stories about, you know, like, I'm just giving this as an example because this is what I remember hearing once. Like, I remember hearing this story about, like, I think it was a, I won't even name bands, but you had like band A and band B and band B was the headliner and at a festival and band A was going on like right before and the fans just sat there on the ground with their backs turned while the other band on the stage is playing. Which festival was it? Uh, uh, oh, you don't want to say? I, I yeah, I, I mean, was it like a bigger one or it like was, a smaller one? It was one? more of a. I mean, I don't. Again, see, I want to be careful because I don't want people to think I'm sh- like shitting on any fan bases because I'm definitely not. Oh man, but I wish it I was, knew what it was. It was a a more um, EDM driven jam band festival. Okay, so. You know, you had, and that was probably part of the issue. It was probably a lot of younger kids, too, that, like, yeah. don't really, they're new to this. They just, yeah. I don't know. But this was also a jam band playing in the middle of an EDM festival. And so you've got, you know, th- th- these younger kids are there to see their favorite DJ exactly. or their favorite electronic band. They don't care about this jam band that's going to play a 25-minute like, guitar listen, solo. you're at a music festival. The whole point of it, like, the whole point is to just, like, be turned the opposite way and, like, whoa. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, as, as we wait, like cool. 
Just yeah, come yeah. on, just turn your back a little bit. Yeah, which also, which also, That's the whole point. You just want to discover and like love it all. Yeah, and you don't have to love it, but at least, at least, respect at least check it. it out. You know. Yeah. And and that also goes to what I guess my my point originally was. So if you are late to the show, be nice. Like don't shove your way up through a crowd of people that have been there. They've sort of established their zone. People have their packs of friends together, and and you're coming through like barreling through like. One person quoted as like that drunk girl that screams, "Oh my god, this is my favorite song!" And then just like beelines for the front of the stage. Yep. Yeah. Although I'm pretty sure that's been me. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I almost got in a fight at a Fallout Boy show because this girl tried to like push past me doing that. And I was like, mm. uh-uh. I just squared out. And, yeah. Yeah. Nobody gets between me and Patrick Stump. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I lo- Except for Pete once. No, I'm just kidding. No, you know. Nah. Patrick Stump's the man. I, it's, I love him. It's the voice. It's the voice. It it's, absolutely is. We all wish it could have been Pete Wentz, but it's just yeah, not. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> the first time you ever see Fall Out Boy and the way that Pete you Wentz is so... You literally match the hot guy with the voice, yeah, and, and that's all like, you know until you figure it out. You're like, oh, no, that's not the... Oh, oh. no. That's old Patrick yeah. Stump. But, but it is Pete... I don't know if you know this. Um, it is Pete Wentz's lyrics. Pete Wentz writes the lyrics. It's like all of his like, journals, and then Patrick Stump takes it and sort of like Frankensteins it into lyrics. And then sings Franken it. stumps it. Franken. <laughs> I like. That's what we're gonna we're gonna call that. Yes, this is the episode. Franken stumps. That's that's what we're calling oh this episode. Yes. What is a Franken stump? Yeah. Oh boy. Um, I don't know. I, so this is compl- It's on topic, but it's totally off topic. But um, because so I went to the Fall Out Boy show. Uh, that I was referencing with um, my friend Heather. And I had gone to a show with her earlier in this. No, it was later that summer. We went to see Hailstorm at the harbor. And she got thrown up on by Ugh. this girl. So I guess that leads to another Ooh, thing about show, et- show etiquette. <laughs> is the too much too fast. Like, yeah. slow your roll. Slow your roll, man. You know, I mean. Pace yourself. Yeah, you. I feel like it takes so many times of like. Like, I feel like one day I just woke up and I was like, dude, I've been to so many really great shows that I don't even remember. Like, that sucks. Cause, like, cause you, cause you're like, yeah, I was there, but like, but like, then you're just like, oh, wait, like, I really don't remember that much. So it's just like, you're living a lie. Yeah. It's a bummer. Yeah. But it took, it took so many times, like, probably like, I don't know, four years since I turned 21 and started seeing shows till like last week. No, but, (laughs) you know, like, yeah. Then you're just like, all right, I want to remember this. And you do. And it's, you happy you did. Yeah, there's definitely been a couple shows I'm glad there were soundboards for because I was like, wait, what did that show sound like? <laughs> oh, I know, right? But but yeah, so but which also goes to this is like, um, and I guess this is more a little bit about show safety versus show etiquette. But you know, if you are gonna partake, have a show buddy who's a sober show buddy who you trust that, and if you're a show buddy, um, have a kind of relationship with somebody that if. If you if you have a friend and they're starting to get out of control and ruining everybody else's good time, that you can sort of help manage that too. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. You know. I feel. I think that's interesting. Like the people that you can go to shows with are like those are good people. Those are your people. Yeah. Because like I don't know. I feel like I have friends that like I don't. I wouldn't probably take to a show because it's they would get like that. They'd get out of control. Yeah. You know, but then there's those, there's your buddies that, that, yeah. That you know have got your back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Careful. 
So what about smoking cigarettes inside the venue? Fuck that. Don't do it. Yeah. That I was another fuck, one that came up a lot. I hate that shit. I really, I don't like that at all. Like, like I don't know. Don't smoke a cig inside. I just, I, I'm a big not, I don't like that. That's just, that's just me personally. Yeah. But it's like, you just, that's what you do. You go outside. Now, what do you think about weed? See, it's different because weed smells good to me. <laughs> I know. And it's just like, I'm getting a little of this and... Yeah. Well, it's interesting because now we got these things, these pens. Yeah. It, it kind of that's. I'm I'm happy that these are around for, for the show purpose. Yeah. So it it I guess it is. You know, you'd have some people that would argue no smoking at all, and some people who are THC friendly that would be like no cigarettes but pot only, and then some people who are like fuck the system, do whatever you oh, want. Oh, so like the the e-cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah. I what about vaping then? That's an interesting one because, like, that's one that you can. Yeah, Ryan's like, no. Well, I guess too. I would think I from... don't like it. First of all, you build, you make a huge cloud of smoke, like, yeah. what, like a fucking big one, and it's white and yeah. like you can't. I don't like it, and those and, things bother. I don't know. I can't breathe with those. Ugh. They like and even though it smells asthma. like Swedish fish or oh god, strawberry bubblegum, it, it makes me. I don't like that because it's so unnatural. Like it mm-hmm. doesn't belong here. Like it's just like. I don't yeah. know. Clearly, I don't like vaping. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no. Does it, okay, Ryan? You can just shake your head, yes or no. As as a lighting uh, technician director, does large puffs of smoke like that kind of mess with you at all, ever, or is it no? Oh, it does. Oh, he no, likes it, it. It's a good thing. It's oh, good is it? Thing. Oh, because it kind of helps. Oh, sure. Oh, shoot. Maybe we shouldn't have said that. <laughs> yeah, I guess it would. What is it? Refract? Not refract the light, but crack the light. Definitely kind of. add a fun little yeah. element to yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I just, I don't like the built-in it fog machines. Move. But as a patron, I wouldn't like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So don't don't smoke the ciggies. Go outside. Be healthy. Eat Meet apples. the security guy outside. Go smoke a cigarette. Everybody, everybody has like a, a bathroom song or a cigarette song, anyway, right? True that. Yeah, almost every band that I listen to, there's always one song. Yeah, what do you? What's your first song? Um, well, just not just what's one of them. Um, with fish. If I'm at a fish show and they play "Waiting All Night," that is definitely a bathroom song for me. Um, I don't know if I know that song. It's it's not. It's, isn't it on the? Oh wait, yeah, it's, it's a little on, easy is listening it on for Fuego? me. I believe it is. Yes. All right, I know that one. Yeah. Um. I know that I will catch so much shit for this, but like my twiddle bathroom songs are Zazu. It is Zazu and Gatsby. I don't know if it's because I've heard them too much. Yeah. I'm trying um, to think of like an aqueous one that yeah. I might have. I don't know. Hmm. Honestly, like I feel like I would get chip for sync, but maybe Skyway because I think I've heard that so many times too. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay. I don't know. Oh, I love yeah. Skyway. I know. Everybody loves Skyway, and I always feel bad to say that. I mean, I oh, like it, but like, yeah. I, that's, I feel like I, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. A lot of times I end up in the bathroom during the really good songs just by accident. Yeah. And I like a fucking bolt out of there like a nut. It's interesting. I wonder, I wonder from a band's perspective, like, there are definitely some songs sometimes that are like room clearers. You know, we're like, I wonder what that's, what that's like as a band. You're on stage. You know, maybe you just came out of a, a killer jam. It was a rager. Everybody went nuts. You need a little bit of a break. So maybe you go to your more poppy song or maybe one that's a little bit more mellow. Maybe it's a ballad. And then, like, 
a fourth of the crowd leaves to go smoke and go to the bathroom. It, I guess it's got to get you a little bit. Yeah, but maybe like, but maybe it's a good thing for them because yeah. then they can kind of like really like try and amp it up or like make it so great as much as po- like they can. And then they're like, shit, we just did a really good job of that. Let's like try something else and do yeah. it again. Remember, it's all about the build, buddy. It's all about the build, buddy. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, And I guess, too, maybe it's a good thing to have those songs because it gives your your fans a break. And so it's not like 100% rage mode the whole time. Yeah, that is true. People got to people got to yeah. hang. People got to sit and smoke and, you know, take a second. I always say that. I'm just like, I need a little. I just need a second. Yeah. It wakes them up a little bit. That's how I feel about. Uh, like, Maybe like it's really good though too, because then it indicates that they everybody was going so hard for so long, like yeah. which is awesome. Like you wore them out. Like yeah. you're you're it's all good. Somebody's got to go get water. Somebody's <laughs> got to pee. Somebody needs to smoke. You know, I I don't smoke a lot, but when I do, it's usually after something very enjoyable. So you know, yeah, you just get slayed on a twenty five minute yim. I might want to go smoke a cigarette. Right? I know, right? Fucking, uh, I'll tell you that trickery from Dope Pot at, oh. at Ironworks. I was, I'd smoke a fucking pack of P-Funks after that shit. I tell you, it was crazy, too, because I had stepped outside for a hot minute because it was just an intense show. And I was gone for probably outside of Ironworks a good... 10 minutes where and, like on the outside and area? the outside patio area was it, it was it chilly out there it, it was chilly but it was packed out there yeah and because it was just packed in the room and i remember you know i was talking with a couple people so the garage door was closed too so you couldn't necessarily hear the music filtering out like you can during the summer mm-hmm. and i remember like i went back in and i found you and they were still and i was like i think i looked at you <laughs> and i was like is this still trickery like it was like what? pretty much after the whole set it was fucking cool yeah crazy. like one song set one one song set which is crazy one song set yeah one song set <laughs> oh so uh so i kind of talking about like taking a break i have this <laughs> i have this weird love hit rela- uh, love hate relationship with beach balls and balloons at shows yeah yeah, because I feel like they keep people from remembering where they are. Like it's sort Remember, of like a like a weird hippie wake up. It's like a weird hippie alarm. <laughs> really? Yeah. You two spun. Oh, here's a beach ball. Bat it out of your face. <laughs> or if you're just sitting there and you're kind of in a trance, boom, it hits you in the head. It's, oh man. Yeah, that has happened. Yeah. I kind of like when that happens. Honestly, <laughs> it's like, oh, all right. I, hello, I'm here. Yes. But um, I don't know. How do you feel about beach balls and balloons at shows? you know i don't like a lot of them like i feel like maybe one beach ball if we're outside not if we're inside inside beach balls don't don't go in there yeah um but i I, I don't know i feel like at festivals like i'll take a beach ball or two two big ones or something all right but uh i've went to um what was the last show um revolution at the ballroom a couple months ago and my friends the people that i was with like snuck in so many balloons so many she like was whipping them out of her shirt and they were the ones with like the lights in them. So those I don't like because then the balloons pop and those little lights are like on the ground yeah. and there's tons of them. And they just, you know, I don't like that. And then when once the balloon pisses people off enough, they just pop it. And you know what? I remember I was kind of up front and like the guy like in the back that was, you know, giving him the guitars and stuff like he like he fucking as soon as he saw a balloon like like float onto the stage, he was pissed. Like he fucking ran up and like just like grabbed it like he grabbed as many as he could and just like ran back yeah that's that's a great like so let's that transitions perfectly into don't throw shit 
at the musicians playing music. Yeah. Don't throw beach balls. Don't throw beads. Don't throw your, well, maybe throw your bra or panties. I don't know. I don't want to speak for everybody. <laughs> Those on don't that. break anything. But, yeah. What did I, oh, and then, so it's kind of the same thing. So I was, uh, I was not at the show, but I saw a video on it because somebody caught it on video. Mahali doing a solo show at some venue and he's like super close to the front of the stage. There's, you know, it's a real intimate setting and you got some jack wagon with a flow toy. It was a whip. Whipped him in the face, literally hit him in the face. Like, like on purpose? N- I mean, not on purpose, but they were just whipping the flow toy around. Oh my god! So I what, guess what happened was he like with his face. What happened? Um, you know, Mahali's a pretty chill dude, and yeah. from what I could see, he, he sort of like played it off, and you know, was like, "No, don't worry about it. It's all good." Like, you know, like Mahali's Mahali's a true pro. He's not gonna let anything ruin his good time. He will not like Morrissey it and like stomp off stage, but. Uh, but you know, like it could have seriously hurt him. It could have hurt the equipment. It could have hurt somebody else. Yeah. yeah, you know. And Mahali Yeesh. would look weird with only one eye, you know, like a pirate patch. <laughs> I think he'd look kind of cool with an eye patch. <laughs> I'd rather see Gov in an eye patch, though. You'd rather see. I don't. That's like so strange to me. I'm it's sorry. Like, <laughs> it's like my brother. Um. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Going about. I guess talk about flow toys for a minute. I don't. I, I don't. Uh, I'm. I like to flow. Just I do. Be aware. Of I your do levy wand. You know, like just make sure. Yeah. you, you make just clear. But don't, like, do don't, an eye scan. Don't bring them to. Why does people? Why do people have to bring flow toys to venues? Like, there's not room for it. Yeah, <clears> like maybe. In, indoor venues. Yeah, like yeah. indoor venues, and I don't know, like, because it's just there's not room for it, especially if it's a sold and, out you know show. It it's it, crowded. It makes it more special. Like, ooh, like you know, like festival season or whatever. The outside or like the summertime. You know, like that's when you bring them out. Like that's yeah. kind of like I, I don't know. I like that. That makes more precious. You know. Yeah. And in respect to all the the flow artists out there who oh, dude, do you the guys, right thing, ugh. you know, the, the, a lot of flow artists will find their space in the back and just be beautiful yeah. with your object. I'm so I, jealous of you all. I love you all so much. I have been saved many a time at a festival by a flow artist when yeah. you just need something to like watch. Yeah, and sort of lose yourself kind of in soothe, for a minute. Soothe your mind a little yeah. bit, calm you down. Yeah, I think I you should flow. You should. I, I've been a big. What do you think I should get down with? What should I? I want. I like the the uh, the poise. Poi? The poi, I do. But I. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't really give it a See, huge try. But what do you think? I think I actually think you should go with a whip. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. think I think that try that out because like you don't mind like sort of engaging with your body and sort of like using your body to do my thing yeah so like that's the thing with the whip is it to me it's kind of like part body yeah yeah. like you're like yeah you're sort of like wrapping yourself in it and at least that's what i do when i when i play with one but okay i like the levy one that's my favorite i like that too yeah i kind of suck at it so you're not that you know you're pretty good at i've seen you do it I've I've tried I've tried spinning fire a couple times too. I saw you do that. Our good friend Rachel Hightops. What a oh, yeah. what a babe. What a fiery. She talk about beautiful. a f- great flow artist in the area. She's awesome. Yeah, really good. <gasps> she's she's got those fire fans. Yes, and she's got the fire poi and palm torches and a hoop. Yeah. yeah, Rachel's very very cool. Rachel Hightops, check her out if you get if you get a chance. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, but no, Kat, you were you you did the. The fans, I believe. Yeah, I did. There, no, they're like palm a... torches. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. Are there are fans and palm they're... torches different? Yeah, they are. So oh. The... oh, shoot. Sorry, as I hit the microphone. Palm torches, if I'm 
I may be wrong. They're like the, the kind of like Wolverine looking like thing. Yeah. So it's it's like like you put it like you sort of slip it on and it's got one single flame. Whereas fans, I believe, are um, <laughs> like there's more flames or it's more spread out. Okay. Fans think- is something I really want to uh, really want to mess with. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. But yeah, my uh, my good buddy Karen gave me a a, a levy wand, like a fire levy wand for my wedding present i think you have a fire levy i do have one um but i need to restring it i like my string a little bit longer (laughs) and um and the string's a little too short and so it scares me so i'm i'm so worried and especially like i may be like soaking my wicks too much and so i get like a big flame but with a levy wand long strings and big flames yes it sounds like a cake song (laughs) um it's like when the fl- when you get that really high flame, like then it starts to get a- to your hand, and then it feels hot, and you know, it's like, just not like comfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think I need to Gotta restring it bit. and make it a little longer. Hey-o. Yeah. So yeah. So well, shout out to all the flow artists out there that do it right, and thank you for adding to the the experience. And yeah, keep doing what you're doing. And yeah. I like when people, you know, what's nice is when they when they try to, they're always nice and try to get you to do it too. And like, try yeah. to t- like and teach you. And I'm a bad slow learner, so thank you for, for all your patience. Yeah, and you know, a lot of flow artists, if you if you see them playing with something and you say like, "Hey, I've like, I kind of always wanted to try that." Try Do you it. mind? They, as like, long as you're gentle and respectful and don't run away with their stuff, most of the time they're like, <laughs> "Yeah, all right, here." That's how. That's Rachel Hightops is the one that taught me how to levy. Nice. Yeah, she was like, no, you can do it. Check it out. And I was like, and she literally made me sit there until I figured it out. I like that. Yeah. So. Um, which I guess too. Also, uh, since we're talking about like objects at shows and show etiquette, how do you feel about rage sticks? Um, I mean, honestly, rage sticks don't bother me too much. I don't think. I don't think I've ever had a problem with them. I like them because then I can find my peeps. Yeah, I do like that. But you know what I think is maybe like a just not obnoxious one. Like I kind of like little flags or like there's there's other ways or like the real skinny ones. Yeah, they're all right. But when you have like a twenty foot inflatable boat as your rage stick, <laughs> <clears throat> inflatable unicorn. I don't know. I I really don't think I have anything that bad to say about them. Yeah. Although I will say, well, I guess I had one bad experience with the rage stick. So it was last night lights. Me and my pal, we brought we brought uh the Larry David on the stick, <laughs> big old Larry David, big oh, square yeah. guy. And I'm like raging next to him, and I'm like, I can't even see past this giant thing. Yeah. But other than that, I, they're all right. Have you had any bad experiences with them? Not really. Um, but I do see a lot of people complain about them. I, I kind of do, too. I feel like maybe it has to do, too, with where you prefer to see the show. So I have I have a little bit of phobia of, of large crowds, like, after a while. Like, I don't like, I don't like being touched. So if, like, if, like... If you're getting kind of pushed, if I'm kind of getting pushed and around, you can really do about it. Yeah, eventually yeah. I'll I'll fall back. Um, if there's some bands, you know, if it's a smaller crowd, then you know everybody sort of has their space. But at festivals, I feel like you know I kind of hang back, so I I have a bigger picture view. Mm-hmm. But I guess if like you know you got a, a rage stick and it's it's big and you're only four you know four rows from the stage and you've got somebody eight rows back in theory. And you've got a big giant flag that's going to block your view. And there's like you can't really move anywhere else. Yeah. Like if you can't see see like 
from that spot, you're kind of fucked because like that's your spot. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Somebody gets fucked, kind of. Yeah. So I guess like it depends. But now if it's super high up, like I see some people with like giant, like real tall flags and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I like those are the good ones. I feel like yeah. those big, like a super skinny like pole, and then like a, f- a flag on it. Yeah. Like I said, I kind of like them because I I have a tendency to get loused. Yeah. I don't. I like the raised sticks too that like add something to the experience. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, there are some out there that I've seen that are like super funny and clever and some that are just downright horrible. Yeah. I what's the worst one you've seen? Oh god. I think the worst one I've seen was at summer camp two thousand fourteen and it was just like a shark and a Darth Vader like fucking. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was it. <laughs> I'm not sure if it started that way or if like two totems came together. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. <laughs> I think somebody had a shark and somebody had Darth Vader mm. and like they just fucking met in the middle. So they created Shark Vader? Shark Vader at Lotus, baby. Oh that's <laughs> nuts. The best one that oh, I've seen. Oh, it, blo- it was a blow-up doll, I think. Oh, it might have been a <laughs> a blow-up shark. A blow or up, a blow up I'm baby? sorry. It was a, yeah, it was a blow-up shark. Blow-up shark. Okay. There was also a blow-up doll. Okay. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, depending on what you're into, they could be interchangeable. <laughs> Hell yeah, that'd be the hottest um, threesome I've ever seen. Whew. Yikes. Possibly oh. the most dangerous. Too. I know. <laughs> yeah, hopefully the shark doesn't bite. But, yeah, the best one I've seen though, I thought this was really funny and clever. It just it just spoke to me. Was it, they did it with like LED lights, and it just said, "Your friends are here." Oh, I love that. And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" You know, because like first of all, maybe those are your friends, and you're trying to find them. And if and not, then, like they are. Yeah. All right. What's and our what's our not. what's our uh, did no. we get off topic? Like I, I, I have no perception of like any time right now. Yeah. No. No. We were talking about rage sticks. We we're talking about our favorite rage sticks. Okay. So I think we've kind of established that we really don't care about rage sticks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess we don't. So sorry if, to all the people out there who hate them. Yeah. Like I guess just you know just get over it. Yeah. Oh. Nah. No. I've, I'm what? sure people would say that about stuff that really grinds me. So true that. This has been a big controversy lately, but uh, are you familiar with tarping? You know, a, a little bit recently because I did read that there was an article on yeah. Facebook. Uh, yeah. I think it was about, was it about fish? It was a woman that went to a fish show that's been going for a very long time. And she had, a. I think she said that there was a tarp on the ground and like they were just really rude to her. Yeah. So, you know what it reminds Do you watch Seinfeld or have you watched Seinfeld? You know, I did when I was younger and I like I remember like some little bit. Reminds me of this episode of Seinfeld that they do about 
uh, saving movie seats with your coat. And, you know, like how many seats can you save before it's in? It's just rude. Like you, you can't save that many seats. Right. And I feel like it's that way, like way. Like if you're at a show and you can't like it's one thing if you have maybe a blanket at a festival and it's in the back. Mm-hmm. But if you're towards the front. You're probably going to get stepped on and you can't really be mad about yeah, it too much. Yeah, you, that's, know? you see, that's the thing, too, for me with blankets at night. Like, don't get mad at me if I stepped on your blanket. It's nighttime. Mm-hmm. I can barely see where I'm going. You gotta, you gotta. Put I mean, it I'm in a, sorry. In a reasonable spit. But yeah. you know, take the baby off the blanket. Go sit in the back. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, baby's in the back always. Oh. Yeah, keep the babies in the back. That's the rule of this pod on this podcast. Yes, yeah, babies, babies in the back. In the back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I kind of don't. I don't like the concept of tarping. Like, it's you're taking up a huge and, space, and it's it was in a. Like an indoors, like arena. Yes, an indoor. That, that's not right. I don't think. Yeah. I don't. I don't like that. Because stuff like that. You to can't me, claim a piece of floor, and that's what the woman in the article said. You don't claim like a piece of flooring. It's just, yeah. you know, or and I guess fast forward that to outside in the summer. Like, don't really do that outside either. Right. Unless, like I said, like you know, if you want to fall back and you want to have your blanket out and it's make your space. It's it's there. You just have yeah. to like just kind of do a little work. You know, I don't. It's true. Yeah. You can just... tarp is lazy. It, it, right. That's what I mean. <laughs> it kind of is. If if I hate to say it this way, but if your friends are too lazy to get out of their tent or get out of their haze or the hotel room or whatever it is, even if I'm sorry, even if they missed the train because of poor planning or there was delays, whatever it is, whatever frozen the yogurt. reason, <laughs> yeah, whatever the reason is, if your crew can't show up together. To claim a spot together. Then make your own spot. Like, leave them. Yeah. Like, like that's all right. It's, it's okay to do that. It's unfair to the rest of the people who, I don't know if you, have you ever tried to get a group of people together at a festival to actually all go somewhere at the same time? It's, it never works. It's like herding cats. <laughs> <laughs> it's Pretty impossible. much. That's a really good way to put it. So. Really hyper cats with fucking catnip. Whew, if, if you are able as a, as a bean to assemble that many of your friends all at once, to go claim your spot at a show in a large group, then you deserve to get that spot. Yeah. Somebody else doesn't get to deserve it because they went to Lowe's and paid eight ninety nine for a tarp <laughs> and put it on the ground. <laughs> it's not fair. I uh, don't like it. So we've also established we don't like tarps. Um, what else? Um, uh, I guess, you know, this should go without saying... But don't drug people oh my at goodness. shows. Have you ever been drugged? Um, yes. It was not at a concert. It was at a bar. And luckily I was with friends. Oh, that's no good. Yeah, I was with friends and um, we immediately were like, wait a minute, something's wrong. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know. And here's the other thing, too. If you just happen to one night make an ass of yourself and you had too much too fast, don't go around telling people you were drugged at a show either. Because sometimes I feel like that is, I feel like it goes both ways on that. Like, I feel like I've seen some people like make idiots people, out of themselves. People say that, like, they say, like, I, I was drugged at a show just yeah. because they were, like, really wasted. Yeah. Like, I've, I've okay, I've heard that I before, have, too. I have yeah. felt that way. Like, I watched you do a bunch of K and, oh, my alarm's going off. Hey, I need to move my car. Um, 
I, uh, you know, I've watched you're doing a bunch of K and drinking and you're, you know, like you, you just told me you took 20 doses of acid and you're, and then you're going to tell me the next night, oh, somebody must have drugged me. That's why I got so out of control. Like, I can't follow your story there. Right. It seems suspicious to me. And then what bothers me about that is when I know that you're potentially like misleading then when people really do have that experience and you need to alert the community to it, it's like the it's boy not who taken cried wolf. seriously, yeah. right? Oof. Yeah, yeah. But I don't like beyond the fact that you know, especially you know, we run in a scene where a lot of people use hallucinogens, mm-hmm. and you know, there are many mental conditions that can be um, not supposed to have a drug. Yeah, like, like a, a drug like that. And so their, you don't yeah. know what somebody's life choices are you don't know what their health history is you don't know if somebody has a heart condition if they have a mental condition anything so you know do people really still like drug people like that just like sounds so crazy to me like that idea is so yeah i hear i hear stories about it all the time again i don't know if it's just our scene like no i don't know maybe like you know what i feel like maybe people get drunk like people get really drunk and they think it's like funny yeah like i don't know just please don't do it like not good yeah which also leads me to the next thing, which is talking about um, uh, kind of the line between uh, we kind of talked about like touching earlier and we talked about like shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have never experienced this personally at any shows, um, you know, within our community. And I don't know if it's maybe because I try to pretend like I'm a badass bitch and people are afraid like I'll like freak out or something i don't know because i'm really not but um i hear a lot of stories about girls feeling that they are touched inappropriately like that um men and other women take the opportunity because you're in close proximity or you know i'm gonna slide through here but i'm gonna slide through here and cop a feel while you're at it i mean have you had any of those kind of experiences or um any um i've had more of experiences i guess with like Kind of like what I said earlier, like kind of like the dude that like won't leave you alone. Like they just like you have like a conversation with them and then they just keep kind of like following you. Like I don't I don't like that. I get like not like I don't know. I don't like kind of though, like follow it a little bit. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like maybe like once or twice, like I've gotten like a little little like something touch. And like I feel like I just like I mean, I get like I like park up and I'm like. You know, I'll get real serious about it. You know, and then yeah. I feel like I've, if I've ever made eye contact, like you just, I'm looking in your, looking in your eye, and like, no, yeah, no, move on. And if you, if you are a guy, girl, whatever, and you see somebody telling somebody like, "Hey, back off, um, this is not cool." Yeah, be on their side. Yeah, help like, them out. like help, like, and you don't necessarily, you don't, don't have be to afraid get physical. To, like, people, like yeah. you don't have to, but just like let that other person know that, hey, like. I'm here. Are yeah. you cool? And like, you know what? I have experienced that. Like, I've seen, I've had like guys and girls, like, cause I, I've gone to a couple shows alone and like the, the, like a nice couple or something, like, will be next to me and they're like, yeah, like, don't worry. Like, we're, we're right here and like, you know, we'll hug it that's out. That's cool. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can remember it, this, this was more of like a club thing, but like, it, it kind of is still sort of the same sort of concept. Um, back in my, my younger days when I was a, a hot young thing. I can remember like being girl, at, you still are. Oh yeah. I've been at like a like a dance club, yeah. you know. And obviously there's a lot of alcohol flowing and that kind of thing. But um if you are at a show and you want to dance with a nice young lady or gentleman, you should always approach them from the front. 
Um, oh, yes. I could not stand it back in the day. Like, all of a sudden, I got some Ugh. some creepy dude coming up behind me, grabbing <laughs> my hips. And I'm like, you know what? Like, no, this is, we are not, like, we are not, like, You are not being gentle. Tigers. I do not want this. <laughs> you Please can't step just away. I do not like behind. you. I do not want it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like say hi. Yeah. Um, you know, like, let me see your face. Let me let, let me... you know. <laughs> and here's the thing dudes and ladies here's a little tip if if i if if somebody wants to back it up to you they will back it up to you you just have to finesse the situation you got to let it happen naturally that's right you can't force it don't rush yeah like but like just be respectful it's all about like, the build baby it is all to about get the that, build. to get that booty but um but yeah so um but going back to the whole like you know like safety and like touching and space you know Again, that's why I said like top of the shoulders to me is it should be a universal place that if you're trying to get to somebody um, or trying to get by just a little tap right on the shoulder blade. No big deal. You know, and then that way that person can move over, um, you know, kind of, you know, get out of the way. Yeah. And being verbal, too, is like like you don't just like push like literally say like anything. Excuse me. Hi. Behind. Listen, I'm a big fan of behind. Yeah. Number puts wet words up there in my vocabulary. Yeah. It's because we're service industry people. Yeah, heard. Do you, I, I heard heard's another thing that service industry. Do you? I find that I do that at grocery stores. Like I'll be grocery shopping. I honestly and I'm like behind. All, and any, I'm like <laughs> every opportunity I have to that I use it. I I do. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. But I want to give a shout out to our girl Ashley Driscoll. Yes, stash. Um, yeah, she's a she's a big part of the the aqueous community. She's actually the, one of the founders of Acquaintances, which is the aqueous. Um, fan group on Facebook. But Ashley also has this really great initiative that she's launched this year called Groove Safe. Groove Safe. Yeah, and you can like their page on Facebook and I just want to take a second to um, read their uh, about kind of their, their mission statement. And it says uh, Groove Safe is a mo- movement. <clears throat> Sorry, let me start that over again. Groove Safe is a movement within the musical community to bring awareness about unwanted touching and sexual assault at concerts. Our goal is to stop this horrible behavior. Please keep the conversation going and look out for one another. And um, they have um, some logo stuff. I know that she has some pins. I think there's stickers. Um, there's lots of different shows that I've seen their stuff um, pop up at. And so they just recommend wearing their logo to represent a silent message, to stand against sexual assault at concerts, to keep your dance sa- space safe, and bring awareness to the need for consent. So good work, and yeah. I'm glad that it's out there. Ashley, thank you so much for yes. all this. Yeah, because we kind of joke about it a little bit because that's how we are. I think we both like to joke about things that, like, are serious but like but you know i don't want there is a serious side yeah i don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable no at a show no it should never be that way your hands to yourself to yourself
So, a couple, of, I guess, a couple last things here. Um, and one other thing I'll bring up, and then um, I guess we have some stuff from musicians that they brought up. But mm-hmm. um, the other thing that really grinds my gears <laughs> is people who make fun of other people at shows for dancing or for like wigging out or wiling out or having a good time. You know, even like I get it, like you may be like a crazy Spunion, but like that person's still having a good time and they're in the moment. Dude, they honestly, some people wait all week, they work hard, and then they go to a show. They finally have that Saturday off. Yeah. It's time to get some drinks. It's time to fucking unwind and bust out. Like, they earned it. So do you. We all got rights. Yeah. Like, hell yeah, man. Don't don't make fun. Don't come into the zone and judge, yeah. I guess is my thing. Yeah, no. I feel like, I don't know about you, but you know we've talked about this before. I'm a heavy rager. Like I'm dancing. I'm going crazy. I'm having a great time. And there's nothing that's like more irritating to me, because yeah. I turn around it's, and I see two what? girls rolling their eyes, pointing at me, making video. My favorite is: Have you ever had anybody yeah. take video of you? I think so. And then I just go even more nuts. Oh, definitely. If I know you're recording me, oh, it's on. You just fed me, baby. Yeah. Just, yeah I'm just like, I want to see that video. Go a lot. I want to see that video come up on Facebook or get put on Wolf Hunters. Yeah, or yeah I'm gonna make you happy. You took this camera yeah. out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I think I don't know. I Bird said this once because there we were at a Dark Star show and there were these like because it was like a free show and these like you know two hippie kids were like over there having a great time dancing. It's Dark Star, and you had like a couple bros like no no at no the harbor the bros. Uh, no, this was actually in Rochester. Okay. And uh, no offense to the bros, but these guys happened to, they looked a little bro. And they're like making fun of the two dudes. And Bird, <laughs> Bird actually walked up to the guys and he's like, hey, you know what I hear? And the guys were like, what? Bird's like, I hear about the dumbest thing you can do is come to a concert and make fun of people for dancing. And then like he, then Bird walked up and started dancing with the, the and then it was like this like pile of like, all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, giant dance party and like went and started dancing. He just won. Yeah. Dude, it was that's like, amazing. Screw you. Like, don't make fun of us. Like we're, or them. Like people are having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. That's the people that, the people that do that are the ones that aren't having a good time. Yeah. You know? Yeah, stupid, Why? don't have a good time heads. <laughs> Fuck them. So we we talked about texting in the front row. This is a list of things um, from some musicians. I have a couple quotes too. Um, oh, we talked about drinks, but we I did not mention drinks on the stage. Yeah. Oh, like you're at the front, you're riding the rail, you want to put your drink down. No, don't you, put it on the stage. Please be a grown up and hold on to your drink and yes. don't spill it. Like, just hang on to it, finish it, drink, chug. Honestly, I think the best like advice that I would give, like the further up, like the further you go, the less should be in your drink. Like yes. by the time you get up there, you should be fucking done. Yeah, and then you don't have to. And then just you chug it, you're good. You don't have to go back for more. Yeah, come on, that's how you do it. Don't you gotta do it right? Yeah, and and so just like there's expensive equipment just don't put up it on there. The stage. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes that equipment belongs to the band. Sometimes it's the venue. Um, you know, out of room for error, like yeah, which also goes to don't touch, don't touch people's equipment either. Like don't touch, don't touch the dude's guitar. Don't. Oh God. Don't like. Okay, so okay, so quotes here from a few people. Um, this gentleman uh, gave me two things. So this was his second. He said, "A second is people handling my instruments or equipment without asking." I've actually had someone pick up a harmonica 
and blow in it. <laughs> Who, what, what planet do you live on that you think that you should walk up to somebody's mouth instrument <laughs> and put your mouth on it? In, unless that's a totally different subject and mouth instrument means something completely <laughs> different. But like, ew. ew. <laughs> like... You know, or like a jaw. If it's, it's like walking up and putting like a like a what is that? I f- oh, I wish Ryan was here. He walked out, and I can't remember what it's called. I think it's a vocoder. holder. It's like the tube that, like, oh. that they like, and it makes that wonky like uh, the like voice. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Like that. Like they'd be like walking up and putting your mouth on that. Like oh god. Ew. Oh god. Oh. Ugh. You ever see like tuba spit? Like no. Oh god. <laughs> It's really weird. It's not good. I want to know how you know what tuba spit looks like. <laughs> I don't. Well, it might have been trumpet spit. I think it was. Oh no! What's what's that? I'm sorry. Trombone. My bad. That is trombone spit. Okay. I don't know. One of my friends back in like probably like seventh grade was trying to take apart her trombone. Oh my god! I keep saying trombone. Uh, it is a trombone. Yeah, a trombone. Oh my god! Yeah. Sorry. Uh, she just took it apart and then just like right out of the little the tube just like kind of greenish liquid thickish greenish spitty liquid came out yeah she's like that was spit i'm like that's it's pretty fucking nasty yeah (laughs) Yeah, so just don't no matter what in what body part you play an instrument with don't don't touch somebody else's stuff oh like going going back to scott and a too like this is another thing like some dude was like i remember a show like he was like really like this guy was really wasted and ended up breaking scott's laptop which is a part of his setup so how do you break somebody's laptop so the band is like on tour on the road and now you've got a musician who has tons of shows. I, the guy, I think, was like super drunk or like was, oh. With a drink or like was with getting, his- I think the guy was trying to get on the stage, which is another thing. You're not part of the band. Don't get on the stage. Oh my God. No, that's really bad. Yeah. Like. I know you want to. I want to too. But yeah. like, you just can't I, do it. I know that, that you think everybody wants to see you shake your, your moneymaker, but don't get on the stage. Oh, because like, again, there's equipment, there's stuff. Like if a band has to cancel a show because your dumb ass got on a stage. I'm sure you're going to feel very, very bad. Yeah. It goes to the same thing. If you break somebody's stuff, offer to pay for it. Like yeah, smart musicians have insurance, but that still takes like you don't just like go did, get the money did tomorrow. Did the guy like know that, did he know that he did it? Yeah, I don't know if, I don't know how it was rectified. I think, I think if I remember correctly and I could be wrong, um, I think maybe the venue took care of it. Like the venue paid for it. Really? Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah, so, and again, I don't know for sure I could be wrong on that. Um, yeah. Or I don't know if maybe the guy made it right. I know, I know ultimately somebody corrected it and made it right. Good. But. That's really good to hear. Yeah. Um, and then I have I have this one last thing I think um, a message from your artist yes uh, this one this one is fun this is like like a two paragraph story or two paragraph thing that I wanted to read but it's so eloquently written I love it so it says one night this attractive young lady was making eyes at me she was clearly intoxicated but enjoying herself at the end of the show the band was at the merch table and she staggered over slurring her words and really drawing attention to herself out of nowhere her boyfriend shows up and starts screaming at me saying I was flirting with his girl all night he was watching me make eye contact with her from the stage and he's yelling he's gonna kick my ass so security escorted them out but you know some members of some bands <laughs> this is what I love some members of some bands 
bands are a lot like strippers. Yes, we are going to make eye contact with you while you're playing. Yes, we want you to feel a connection. Yes, we're going to be friendly to you after a show, but that doesn't mean we want to go home with you or sleep with your girlfriend. Hey. Yeah, so... And then, and then he also went to say that the one of the things that that he dislikes is that people also get mad when I don't do their drugs or take shots with them. Before a show, I have a job to do. After a show, I still have a job to do. Uh, I have an impression to make on the venue, the promoter, and other fans, not mentioning probably another show to go to the next day. If I did every line that was hurled my way or took every shot that was bought for me, I'd be a raging mess and the music would suffer. And for a lot of musicians, despite what you see on Behind the Music, it's not all about the party. And I do see that a lot. I like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess, uh, you know, from um, from their perspective, they appreciate the suggestion or the offer, but... Sometimes people think that that's like the only way they could ever like... Show their appreciation. Right. But like, guys, yeah. that's so not true. Like, yeah. I feel like the best thing you could ever say is just like... I loved that. I loved what you did. I liked what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, thank you goes a long way, too. Your fly's down, Connie? Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> yep, sure X, Y, Z. You should know you that you're y, not going to point anything out to me that I'm not going to talk about. I just want to know. I couldn't tell what color underwear you were wearing. Oh, maybe she's not wearing any. What? So, do you have, do you have anything you want to add? I've been kind of driving the conversation today. Hopefully not saying like every five minutes, but... Nah, you've been been good. Right. Sorry, I have a ton tendency to talk a lot and bulldozer over everybody. So I do it now so I don't do it at shows. See, that's etiquette right there. Yeah. You're so polite, cat. Oh, said nobody ever. But no, nothing else at Grind Your Gears? Nothing else you want to talk about? Nope, is that it? I think, I don't know. Is hmm. that, I think so. Yeah, I guess maybe we'll conclude it with, uh, so you talked about you were going to Sunfest. Yes. Are there any other shows or festivals? Do you have anything planned for this summer? Anything you want to tell the peeps about you're looking forward to? You know, I'm pro I'm keeping it pretty chill this summer, but I'm definitely I'm definitely doing Nightlights. That's the one I'm I'm gonna cool. make it to. If you're gonna do one, that's that's what I'm gonna yeah. do. I'm, yeah, I'm very excited. Um, yeah, I'm pumped for Florida. I need cool. some I need some glow on these yeah the skin. Yeah, so that's what weekend. It's uh the first it's so I'm I'm going May 2nd to the 8th so it's like that weekend so it's like May yeah. 4th May the 4th be with you? Yeah. Do you know where, do you know where I'll be on May 4th? Where's that? Red Rocks. Dude. Yeah, I'm going to my first Red Rock show. Oh man, have fun. It's yeah. Like, I just got to get there. I can't wait. It's uh it's Twiddle, two sets of Twiddle, Stick Figure who I saw for the first time this summer and the hip abduction. I love them. I am so excited to see the hip abduction at Red Rocks. That's cool. Oh. Man, I first saw them at um Cobblestone first yeah. time last year. I loved them. If you The sun was out and they were just like, Oh, you could you could you could listen to the hip abduction in a dark room and it sounds it feels like the sun is shining. Like Absolutely. I it, I've yes. never seen a band's music sound more like the sun. It sounds right. like the sun. I agree. And the it yeah. was the sun was blazing too. Yeah. It was just I was so happy. I was cheesing all yeah. all day. It's like if Paul Simon had a jam band, it might sound a little bit like It reminds me of like just like being on an island, like happy yeah. Hawaiian like Well, they're music. from Florida. Okay. So they kind of bring that like Florida island vibe. But yeah, they do use I a lot it. of like percussion, like tropical, or it's not tropical percussion instruments, but, <laughs> um, maybe Caribbean style percussion instruments. And, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. And so I can't wait because like with from everything I hear about Red Rocks with the acoustics and that sort of natural 
acoustic vibe. Like I'm super stoked to hear how their music sounds. Yeah, that'll, be, that'll that. be super different. Yeah. And it's also like going to be my 50th twiddle show. Oh man, it's a, it's a big day. Yeah, I um. I Did you ever would have would you have ever thought? I I would honestly think that I would have been what that my fiftieth was at Red Rocks or that I would see fifty twiddle shows. Fifty twiddle shows. Uh, maybe not. Like if you'd asked me five years ago, if five years ago you're gonna be like in five years you're gonna be talking about going to the fiftieth show of you seen a band, I would have probably been like I would have yeah like laughed in your yeah. face like no um, I'm not lying what? yeah I'm not gonna do that <laughs> but um. I strategically did this too. Total, total dick move in a way. But um, so Twiddle's playing two nights in Ithaca. Uh, Friday night is three sets and Saturday night is two sets with uh, the Strange Machines opening and support. And then I was all set to go to both shows and I was like, okay, I'll just suck it up and Red Rocks will be my 50th show, whatever. Or yeah, or 51st show. Um, Because I also thought about maybe going to some other of the shows um, later in the tour. But then Aqueous announced two dates at Flower City in Rochester the same weekend as Twiddle and Ithaca. And so then I'm like, but but I love Aqueous shows in Rochester. Like, they're so much fun. They're so fun. So then we decided, we're like, let's just, I just pulled the trigger, and so I'm going to Twiddle one night, Aqueous the other night, and then that way Red Rocks was my 50th. So I kind of did it on purpose. That like, but no, I worked out. Yeah. Yeah, so that's really, I think, oh, I'm doing Dis Jam this summer. I'm going to make you come to Disc Jam with me. You're coming to Disc Jam. You don't have any choice. All right. And we're making it happen. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I think I'm going to do Disc Jam. Disc Jam's lineup is awesome. Have you seen it? Do you remember what it is? <sighs> no, I don't. It is. I'm kind of going off the top of my head. Hold on. I'm going to pull this up here. It is uh, Lotus, Galactic. Yes. Um, I really want to see Galactic at some point. Our boys, Functional Flow, are playing Disc Jam this year. Hey. Um, hey. Yeah. yeah. Functional Flow. A great little outfit out of Buffalo. Um, so Lotus, Beats Antique, Galactic, um, The Motet, Electron, Barber Acoustic, um, DJ Logic and Friends featuring members of the Disco Biscuits, Dopa Pod and Turquoise. Um, you've got, uh, Gubalitas, which is Mahali and Gub, their little side project. Kung Fu, Moon Dude, that's gonna be awesome. Aqueous. Enough said. Uh, Tom Marshall... Um, Tom Marshall's Amphibian All-Stars, Ghostlight, Consider the Source, Ghost Note, The Nth Power, Yes, Darling. And then there's a bunch of like, there's, oh, Compa Ganser, or Ganser, <laughs> I just said that wrong, Compa Ganser, there we go, that's hard to say, like Compa, try to say that fast. Compa, Compa Ganser. Yeah, you see we do it, I couldn't do it, but they're doing, I think, an acoustic set, um, I mean, I don't think I, that's what it says here. Um, and then there's, I think every member of Twiddle is playing a solo set. But as of right now, Twiddle is not on the lineup. But I would think maybe I can't speculate. I don't. <laughs> I don't have any inside information. I don't want anybody to think that I'm trying to give away something. I really don't know. It would just be interesting to me because I know in the past, sometimes you know, there's been like a Gubbleita set, and then you know, Brooke and Ryan are also doing side They're stuff, and then all around. of a sudden pops up a full Twiddle set that was unannounced, and you just sort of get it as a bonus. So. Yeah, that might happen. Um, and then uh, I got the Great Blue Heron. I'm gonna do that this summer. First time I'm actually gonna go for the whole weekend. Nice. Yeah. I've never been there. Yeah, um, it's a little more Americana. It's at the Heron, just like Nightlights, but it's a little more Americana. Like uh, I think it's like Donna the Buffalo, Town Pants. Um, town Pants. I um, like those Town Pants. I can't pants. remember everything. It used to be Jim Cotta all the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
So, but yeah, so that's it. Yeah, man, I'm pumped for summer. Just so uh, everybody, when you're listening to this, you remember that day, uh, that day where all the hail just appeared out of nowhere when it was nice and sunny and then all of a sudden there's fucking snow everywhere. Yeah, today. (laughs) Summer can't get here high. uh, That's what I'm, Summer can't get here high enough. Summer can't get here fast enough. Uh, on that note, I think we're done. I think so. Well, thanks yeah. for listening again, everybody. Yeah, thanks for making it this far. You're a trooper. <laughs> um, oh, also, too, um, I'm hoping that we pop up on iTunes soon. I got to figure out what's going on because I submitted. Um, we're on SoundCloud. We're on Stitcher. If we do make it to iTunes, please do us a favor. Take the time. Rate our podcast. Give it five stars because we ask you to or something. You like be really positive because... Um, that's how other people can help like it'll help other people find it because it will start to like show up in people's like make us show up guys yeah make us show up (laughs) cool all right bye bye oh i can't believe i just did that (laughs) (laughs) that's totally stolen from another podcast i listen to